You're tuned in to Give It a Rest, the podcast, where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. It is inevitable. In almost every friendship, there's a point in time where one gets romantically involved with someone that the other friend doesn't approve of. It's bound to happen, especially in a close friendship, because in a close friendship, you get a front row seat into the things that happen in your friend's life. But what do you do when she chooses someone who is just the worst? We're talking about that on today's episode. The first question you have to ask yourself when determining whether or not to speak up about your friend's boyfriend is, is it him or has the friendship changed? Oftentimes when we experience any kind of negative change, we tend to place that on a person. But in reality, we're not comfortable with the situation itself. So there's research that says that our brains can literally only contain 150 social connections. Like cognitively, that's all that we can control. That's all that we can give. And out of 150 of those connections, five are reserved for close relationships. So it's saying we only have the mental and emotional capacity to even sustain five close friendships. But get this, the research goes even further and tells us that whenever we're romantically involved with someone, that takes up two of those five spaces. So a romantic relationship takes up two of the five spaces that we have cognitively reserved for close relationships. So I share that to give context in terms of if you are noticing that your friendship has been impacted because your friend's less available, it's not in your head. That's probably true. If she's in a relationship and so suddenly she's taking different interests because this person is sharing with her um, new perspectives and hobbies, then yes, that's probably going to impact your friendship. It's not in your head. But instead of making the mistake of thinking, okay, this guy's a jerk because he's keeping her from me and she's totally changed, just ask yourself if it's him or if it's just the stuff that comes with the territory, if it's just the inevitable, you know, um, consequences of being involved with somebody new. It does take you away. It does take your time. It takes your energy. It does expose you to new things. And so she's naturally going to have interests that maybe don't necessarily align with yours anymore or aren't necessarily compatible. And that's okay. So am I asking you to do something kind of tough, which is to exercise some self-awareness and see if it's really the guy who's the worst or if it's just inevitable consequences of her getting romantically involved, it's a question worth asking before deciding to pipe up and share your concerns with your friend. The second consideration you have to keep in mind when determining whether or not to say something to your friend is are you putting her in a position where she has to choose? You're not going to want to do that Trust me, it's probably going to go left in a way that you did not anticipate. Sometimes we unintentionally say things that make her feel like she has to pick between you, a friend she loves, and pursuing this new love interest that excites her. So 
be very mindful of are you saying or doing things that make her feel like she has to pick one so a couple things that you can do for this to not happen is whenever they're going somewhere it suggests that you come along not necessarily as a third wheel but if she already knows you don't really like him you can try to demonstrate that you support the relationship and you want to get to know him better by saying like hey Let's all go to see that movie. I've been dying to see it too. Do you mind if I come along with you? Now, of course, you don't want to do this all the time. But sometimes those are demonstrations of I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to make this work. And it's just a show of your efforts to try to support the relationship. So one thing you can do to make her feel like she doesn't have to pick between you and him is to literally put yourself in a situation where she doesn't have to physically all three of you be together. Now you want to do that in very brief periods and only on certain occasions because you want to give them time to grow as a couple, of course. But it's a nice demonstration of support that I don't want you to have to choose, that we can all hang out together and be totally civil with each other. If you are struggling supporting the relationship, instead of telling her, I don't know, like he's just totally bad news and I can't hang out with you if you're going to keep hanging out with him. Instead of doing that, try to frame it where you're concerned about the friendship itself instead of him as a person because it just looks like you are attacking the guy that she loves. So maybe try saying things like, I don't know, I'm just really struggling with adapting to how different things are now that you're together. So you're just going to have to kind of give me time and let her know what those differences are. She's smart enough to put it together that, man, if all these things are changing, something must be a little off. So it gives her the opportunity to identify that for herself. So again, if you put it from a position of I'm struggling to adapt to the changes or um, I'm not understanding Uh, So can you explain it to me? It's less accusatory and it's more of an invitation to dialogue and an invitation for her to kind of observe things with an objective lens and see, well, gosh, what, what is different? Is it me? Is it him? So sometimes I suggest putting things in that kind of framing in order to objectively allow her a chance to look at the situation and then get back to you. The third suggestion I have for surviving a friend who is dating someone you can't stand is to give advice sparingly. So this certainly requires a measure of self-control because you're going to want to, at every point, express your displeasure and it's going to be difficult. But let's say she's telling you a story about them hanging out over the weekend and she says, oh, so I went to his place. The first thing you're wanting to say is, "Um, well, of course you did. I mean, you're always going over there. He never comes to see you. And then she says, oh yeah. And then we went to a movie together and it's like, yeah, and you probably paid because didn't you tell me he's like struggling right now and he's like never paying for you. Did you have to pay for the movie? It's almost like at every point of the story, you've got a comment to make because it's hard to withhold how upset you are. My advice to you is to dilute the fact that you disapprove by not having to comment on everything. So you don't have to let her know at every point how lame he is, how much of a loser he is, um pointing out red flags so this is sometimes when we think we're being helpful so whenever we hear anything we're like "Ooh, I don't know that sounds kind of shady right so maybe dilute the disapproval that you have by withholding your opinion on everything 
Not every single thought about some new development has to be shared. So I'm not saying never voice that. And eventually, yes, you're going to have to, especially if it looks like it's going to be like an emotionally um, toxic or even physically, God forbid, toxic situation. But can you measure your words? Can you withhold every little opinion so it doesn't cause an unnecessary or unintended strain to your friendship itself? That's something to keep in mind if you want to salvage your friendship in the midst of her blossoming relationship. More women are starting businesses than ever before, so it's likely that you're friends with a female entrepreneur. One way you can support her is by helping her make sure her money is together. And a common headache for business owners is tax season. So refer your business owner friend to thefreshtaxmaven.com where she can have a virtual, professional, and pain-free experience with a business that specifically caters to women who wear a lot of hats. And get this, if your friend books an appointment with the Fresh Tax Maven using code Give It a Rest, she'll receive a free $100 restaurant gift certificate. And then guess who she's probably going to take to some fancy dinner with her? You. So shoot your girl a text right now to tell her the Fresh Tax Maven is about to make her life a little easier. Find more information on thefreshtaxmaven.com or follow them on Instagram at thefreshtaxmaven. Now, I'd like to end with this. Sometimes it's not the boyfriend who's bad news. It's them being together. That's a problem. So in the past three weeks, I've received three questions about disapproving of a boyfriend. And just last week, I received a voice message in my direct message from someone on Instagram. And she was laying out an issue that she had and asked for my advice. And the issue was, what do I do when my friend keeps going back to a guy who does not feel the same way about her and she knows it's not gonna end well and she knows he doesn't want anything long term from her but he keeps using her physically and they keep getting together and she keeps getting crushed by it and then she quits him and then she goes back again and it's all this back and forth and he doesn't align with any of her values and being with him is like totally against everything that she says she wants for herself what if your friend's in that situation so again it's not necessarily the guy that's horrible but it's that situation that's unhealthy. What do you do? So in addition to keeping in mind all the three considerations that I just outlined, one thing I would definitely advise here is that you focus on the impact and not the behavior. Focus on the impact and not the behavior. So what that means is instead of telling her she's so back and forth and he's a user and she's doing this and doing that, Focus on the impact because that is what demonstrates concern. So what's the impact it has on your friendship when she goes back and forth to him, to a guy who is not aligning with her values? What's the impact it has on your friendship? Is the impact that it strains your friendship because um, you don't know how to keep consoling her when she comes to you crying? Um, What's the impact it has on her mental health? Maybe instead of saying he's the worst because he's using you or I don't know why you can't learn from your mistake and you keep hitting your head against the wall. Instead of saying those things, focus on the impact. So what's the impact it has on her mental health that she keeps going back and forth and speak to that. So maybe I'll say, you know, 
I keep noticing that you're like really distressed. So then you don't do well at work. And, you know, all our conversations are about how, you know, difficult this time is for you. And I've noticed that you can't really, you know, focus on anything else. You let that project go that you used to love because you're so back and forth with him. So when you focus on impact, it tends to make the person a little less defensive because instead of me pointing out that you have these flaws and you keep making these mistakes, I'm pointing to something that is almost unarguable. So something that can't really be countered. If I'm talking about the result and the consequences of the choices that she keeps making, then it makes her more open to receiving what it is I'm saying and reflecting on her situation. So let's say it's something where she does keep going back and forth to this guy. We can't judge our friends for choosing differently than we would choose, which is sometimes what we do. All we can do is be there for her. But instead of negatively um, expressing our disdain at every point or instead of just not saying anything at all, just try to find a way where when she keeps going back and forth, you are showing support. And if you say something, you're speaking to the impact it's having on your friendship and on her emotions, her mental health, just in general. So impact over behavior. I'll never forget one time in college, I was just, oh my gosh, I was infatuated with this guy named Alex. He was handsome and he was smart, but he was totally a user and was totally taking advantage of me. I see that now, of course, at freaking 32 years old, but at the time I wasn't aware because he'd do something and then he'd apologize and we'd have a great day but then something else would happen that would show me that I wasn't a priority and my friends were the ones who were impacted most because they're hearing the ups the downs and he uh, lived in the dorm just like three doors down so when I say back and forth I'm talking quite literally like physically (laughs) down the hall then back down the hall then down the hall again then back to my friends to talk about what he just said and one of my friends slash roommates at the time said to me On like the eighth time of complaining about him, she said, I don't want to hear it anymore. I literally don't want to hear it anymore. Don't talk to me about that anymore because you're just going to change your mind tomorrow. Now, I do think she could have said that better. And of course, I was super sour about it. But now when I look back, I understand because it was unfair of me to put her in a roller coaster every time I changed my mind about him. So it forced me to start processing stuff by myself because I couldn't depend on them to emotionally get me out of my wreckage every time that I got myself into it. So I'm not necessarily saying deliver it the way that she did, but you can let her know, again, impact. So saying to her, girl, I really don't know how to respond whenever you come to me about him because... I try to give you advice because I care about you. So I'm trying to brainstorm ways to help you kind of escape that situation. But then you go back to it. So you got to you gotta help me because I'm struggling with how to advise you moving forward. That's phrased in a way where she almost can't even be upset. She almost has to uh, kind of concede like, yeah, you're right. And then do some self-reflection. But we all do messy things. We do sloppy things. We make silly choices and then we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I chose like that. So if it's not you right now and it's her right now, then it's going to be you at some point because that's just how life works. So how can you focus on the impact? 
demonstrate concern without it coming across as judgmental and unsupportive. That's something you would have to consider when it comes to voicing your concern for a friend who keeps going back and forth to a situation that is obviously unhealthy. It can be really hard to support a friend in a relationship that you don't approve of, but it happens to everyone. It's a situation that pops up in every friendship, and it's a matter of navigating it. Don't focus on the guy himself, the love interest, rather, or her new partner, but instead focus on the fact that it is going to be a conflict and that conflict is normal. One of the main goals of Give It a Rest is to normalize conflict and female friendship and talk about ways to get around it, to get through it, because it's going to happen instead of treating friends as dispensable things and moving on to the next friendship. It's about growing. It's about talking. It's about getting through it. It's about perspective. And whenever you don't like your friend's love interest, it's just another extension of the kind of conflict that we have in our friendships. So hang in there. Try to find a way to be positive and supportive and to frame things as care for your friend instead of disdain for her love interest. And if you do that, you will have nothing but success and you'll either be there for her when it crumbles or you'll be standing next to her side when she is taking her vows with a smile on your face because that's what we do as friends. Either way, I'm rooting for you. you found today's episode helpful or if you're like girl I feel personally attacked either way come and tell me about it over at the give it a rest podcast after party it's a group on Facebook where we're sharing our experiences our reflections on the episode and then updating each other whenever we go and put the strategies into practice with our real live friends so I'll be over there rooting for you and I'll also be giving you your weekly friendship tips over at give it a rest movement on Instagram so until the next episode go out there and create, nurture, and fight for your female friendships because we need each other. See you soon.